Welcome to College Disabilities and Success, Episode 2, Making Plans for College. This is Mickey Hayes, and I'm your host. Before you begin applying to college, you should consider what your options are. You could attend a community college or a junior college. At a junior college, you could have either an associate in arts degree, an AA degree, or you can have an associate of science, an AS degree. You could attend a state college. In general, state colleges have associate degrees and bachelor degrees. You might also attend a university. Universities have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, and doctorate degrees. You also have the option of vocational schools or trade schools, possibility of getting apprenticeships in the area of your interest, and you also have a final option of proprietary schools. I want to take a minute to talk about accreditation. Accreditation is the standard that measures the quality of the education that you get. The accreditation at the college level is done through the U.S. Department of Education. They determine that the coursework that the college offers meets a particular standard of excellence. Now, there are also schools that offer a different type of accreditation. Proprietary schools have a different type of accreditation. Proprietary schools are designed specifically to get you in and out. They want you to only have to focus on the coursework that you need to complete the skills you need to get out and get a job in the job market. So proprietary schools don't require a lot of extra classes, additional English classes or math classes or science classes or things like that as part of the degree that they offer. Consequently, their accreditation is going to be different. Now, the reason that I bring this up is because we all have circumstances in our life where things change. You suddenly find out that you have to move or you have an extended illness with your disability or a family member has a situation and you need to quit school or relocate to a different school to help take care of them. You just don't know. We all have extenuating circumstances in our lives. In general, one community college to another community college or one community college to a state college, the accreditation usually flows very easily and you can generally transfer from one college to another without a lot of problems. Where I have seen problems happen in the past is the type of accreditation that proprietary schools offer does not always transfer and you could find out that you've done all this work and had these unforeseen circumstances happen and you now have to move to a different location or you have to change schools for some reason and you want to take those credits with you because you don't want to start that all over again. You've already worked hard in that program. And then you find out you can't do that. You can't transfer those credits. And that is where the issue becomes problematic. So one of your responsibilities when you're choosing your college, which is what this whole episode is about, one of your responsibilities is to make sure that whatever accreditation the school offers, that it is transferable credit that you can take with you wherever you happen to relocate. So whether you're relocating to a different school in your city, your state, you need to find out if that accreditation is going to go with you and if it's going to transfer because 
that's a problem you don't want to be surprised by. So it's a question you want to ask your counselor when you're doing those school visits, when you're talking to the admissions people or the uh, advisors, is will the credit that I earn here transfer anywhere else in the state or to another school in the country? So those are the questions regarding accreditation that are extremely important to understand, mostly so you don't get surprised if something doesn't work out as you planned. Because you know how it is, sometimes life just gets in the way of our plans. Another question you want to be sure you get information about is when you talk to the local college, let's say your community college or your state college, you're going to be starting off towards either an AA or an AS degree, and you're going to be earning credits as a college freshman. And so wherever you end up as a college freshman, that college is going to have entrance requirements. When you put in your application, they'll want to know what your ACT scores are or your SAT scores, if you have them. And if you don't have them, they're going to want you to get them before you start classes, before you can do a schedule or register or anything. So If you are unhappy with your ACT or your SAT or you haven't taken them and you decide you want to go to college and you go to your local community college or junior college or state college for that matter, you need to find out exactly what their testing requirements are for entering that program. Many colleges, at least the community colleges and the junior colleges, will offer their own version of a college placement test. And the college placement test is important because it dictates what courses you're going to be allowed to take once you register for classes. If your skills are not up to what they consider college standards and you need to take any kind of remediation, then they're going to require you to take a developmental course of some sort, either reading, writing, or math, depending on your scores and your situation. And then once you pass those, then you can head on to the regular college program with transferable courses. So before you even start this whole process, you want to do a little bit of homework. You want to consider the college that you're thinking about going to, the kind of accreditation it has, and if that will transfer to another school for the future. And you want to find out about what their entrance requirements are in terms of testing, whether your testing is sufficient to get you into college level programs, or are you going to need some remediation? You also want to figure out, do you want to be in an AA program or do you want to be in an AS program? Associate in Arts versus Associate in Science. Now, at some colleges, Associate in Arts transfer to a university, but Associate in Science classes do not transfer. Some Associate in Science classes do transfer. So you have to, again, be thinking about what program path you want to take. If you're looking for two years in and out, done, don't want to move on, don't want to get a bachelor's degree, don't want to go any farther, that's fine. There's no problem in that. Uh, You might be interested in, in an AS program. The AS programs are generally more vocational school, career school type programs. And the AA programs are bachelor degree path programs in whatever kind of uh, route you want to take to earn a bachelor's degree. These different kinds of programs that colleges offer are also something that you need to consider. Now, when you're making plans for college, you're still in high school, you get a chance to go out and do some uh, college day visits as a high school student. So these are some questions that you need to keep in mind when you go on that visit. So we talked about accreditation and what that involves and if it's transferable credits. We talked about entrance requirements. 
Are your ACTs and SATs sufficient? Are you going to need to take a regular a college placement test at your local college? You also need to ask about high school transcripts. Now, when you get to college, you have to show the transcripts in your high school diploma degree status. And if you have any questions about that, then that's another question you should ask on your college visit day to make sure if you are in a situation where you are getting, for example, a homeschool diploma. And again, that's not a problem if when you did the homeschooling, you followed the correct path to get your transcripts prepared and to get the diploma that you needed. And to have a diploma through the whatever program you're in, make sure the diploma is one that the college will accept. Now, the college has different departments, and AR&R is the department at the college that deals with admissions and records, and those people are the ones you talk to to make sure that your diploma that you got from the high school is a diploma that they will accept. Now, when you do your college visit, I also suggest you have a conversation with financial aid to find out what your particular situation is with regards to financial aid. So in other words, will you qualify for any kind of federal grant? What do you have to do to qualify for financial aid? What forms do you have to fill out? And that sort of thing. We'll talk about financial aid in a little more detail in another podcast. But to suffice it to say today, that's a conversation you want to check with uh, one of the financial aid advisors. Just to recap again, AR&R, admissions and records, and make sure everything transfers. You want to talk to an advisor or a counselor to find out if the academic plan that you have makes good sense with the college that you're at, and to find out what kinds of things transfer from one school to another school based on accreditation. You want to talk to financial aid to see what kind of financial aid you qualify, and you want to talk talk to disability services. When we're talking about disability services, every college has some sort of disability services, and some colleges are more user-friendly than others. At this point, you want to find out who the contact is in disability services that's going to be able to assist you with all your disability related questions. So on that college visit day, also make some time to talk to disability services. And I would recommend setting that appointment up ahead of time if it's possible, only because some disability services are very open and flexible with their time and others are extremely busy and you might not be able to just walk in and have a chat with somebody. When you sit down with the disability services people, if you're there with a parent, you and your parent should go in together. Here's the thing. Once you're 18, you as a student have to speak up for yourself. This is the time when your parent steps back and you step forward. For a parent to just go in to talk about disability services and try and get some information on your behalf is probably not going to work very well. The disability specialist can give your parent some information, just generic, general information about policies, but they cannot talk about you without you being there. So it's really, really important that if you are going to talk to a disability specialist with your parent, that you make sure that you are there front and center and doing most of the talking because it's critical at this point in your life that you begin to step up to the responsibility of speaking up. Now, all of these things that I've talked about about today are things that you're actually doing prior putting in your application to the college. Once you fill out your application, you'll notice 
that it should not say on your application, do you have a disability? Now, some people choose to mention it at some point in their application, and some people do not. The college cannot ask you that because it's a form of discrimination and they don't want it to look like they're going to not accept you because of the disability. So that should not be on your application form. If it is, I would maybe ask that question as to why, but that's my opinion. But whether or not you reveal your disability on that application is entirely up to you. If there's a narrative and you want to share it, that's a decision you have to personally weigh the pros and cons for. And that's definitely something that I cannot help you with. So you have to decide what is in your best interest. When you have that conversation with a disability specialist before you put in your application, that conversation with a disability specialist is technically off the record. It is. It should have nothing to do whatsoever with you putting in that application. It's simply a way for you to understand before you sign up for a college and get accepted and you're all ready to go, you need to know exactly how much the college is going to accommodate you and what they're going to require for documentation and how their accommodation program works. If you go through all the application process and you get accepted and you're there and you're ready to go and you go to your orientation and you're finally, you're in and you're starting the whole thing, at that point, what happens if you uh, find out that they're not real user-friendly? They're going to accommodate you. Don't get me wrong. Every college has disability services, but every college chooses how they want to handle that. On the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the differences between high school and college as far as disabilities are concerned. And there are a lot of changes that happen when you go from high school to college. Not all colleges are created equal. And that's why before you put in that application, it helps you to know just how user-friendly that college is with regards to individuals with disabilities. I gave you a lot of information today. I I hope it helped. I hope you understood what I was going after as far as preparing for that college of your choice. We talked about the options that you have, the different types of college, the different types of programs, the different types of accreditation. We talked about college visits before you even make your application to the college. We talked about policies and procedures that each college has with regards to accommodations. There's a lot of information today for you to digest as you're going through this process and as you're thinking about next steps. At some point during your high school, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, start thinking about what kinds of college you want to go to, what kind of programs you might want to take, and what you might need to do in order to prepare for those programs so that when you get to college, you have very few surprises. That's the biggest thing. All of the things that I talked about today are tips and suggestions that help you not be surprised because college is a really, really good experience and it's an amazing place and you learn so much, but you don't want to be surprised either. When you have a disability, you want to find out how flexible the college is in meeting your needs and how supportive it is to help you become successful. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or concerns or thoughts on this or topic additions that you'd like me to do, please send me an email. I'm at Mickey, M-I-C-K-I-E, teaches at gmail.com. Thank you very much and have a great rest of the day. Bye. The information contained throughout this 
podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences. But to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the college of your choice to have first-hand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns.